0: Hello, knowledge seekers. In this episode of 20-Minute Books, we dive into Things No One Else Can Teach Us by Kanwar Singh, known professionally as Humble the Poet. This thoughtful work straddles the line between memoir and self-help, offering a rich tapestry of personal anecdotes and philosophical insights. Through his exploration of the nuanced concepts of failure and success. Humble the Poet invites readers to reflect on the deepest meanings of life and the lessons it teaches us that cannot be learned from anyone else. Humble the Poet, a multifaceted talent who transitioned from a career as an elementary school teacher to a spoken word artist, rapper, filmmaker, and international best-selling author, draws on his array of experiences to impart wisdom in a relatable and influential manner. With his background as a creative and motivational speaker, and his previous success with the books Unlearn and Unlearn Beneath the Surface, he brings credibility and a unique voice to his writing. Things No One Else Can Teach Us is tailored for a diverse audience, including aspiring creatives seeking motivation to chase their dreams, individuals on a journey of self development and personal growth, and loyal fans of Humble the Poet who desire a deeper understanding of his journey. Join us as we summarize and reflect on the transformative messages nestled within the pages of this remarkable book. Things No One Else Can Teach Us Turning Losses Into Lessons Introduction Harnessing Life's Hard Knocks to Forge Your Own Path Humble The poet isn't just a name. It's a testament to the life and trials of a man who has weathered the storms of prejudice, heartbreak, and self-doubt to emerge with insights worth sharing. As a Sikh spoken word poet adorned with a distinctive turban, Humble has faced his share of racial slurs and cultural scorn. He's stepped out of the comfort of a teaching career to chase a dream that's led him down a rocky path of debt, trust betrayed by con artists, and a romantic heart shattered more times than one would wish, yet it's not the setbacks that define humble the poet, but rather how he wears them proudly, as emblems of a journey that has shaped an authentic, fulfilling life. His climb from the depths of adversity to the peaks of personal truth has resonated with countless fans, as reflected in his revelatory work, Things No One Else Can Teach Us. In this compelling synopsis, We'll delve into six lessons he imparts, each one a beacon illuminating the path to living life fully by your own design. Prepare to explore how confronting the reality of death can unlock a life rich with purpose, the way a game of ping pong can become a masterclass in self awareness, and why indulging in self pity might be as tempting and damaging as fast food binges. Listen closely as these narratives unfold like parables. Guiding you through the labyrinth of life's trials toward a destiny that truly belongs to you. Part 1. Embrace the fleeting nature of life to appreciate every moment. Consider for a moment that life, much like a voucher with an expiry date, has a limited shelf life. This notion could be unsettling. The very idea that every breath we take is a countdown to an inevitable end is enough to send shivers down anyone's spine. And yes, it's common to fear the specter of death. The stark reminder that our existence is not permanent might very well compel us to seek refuge, to shun the reality of our mortality. However, such denial has its pitfalls. It's only when we acknowledge the finite nature of life, the impermanence of everything, that we begin to cherish the present with greater intensity. This moment, right here, right now, is overflowing with opportunities for joy and connection. It's the chance to intertwine fingers with a loved one, to savor a delectable meal, to gaze upon the radiant smiles of children or to feel the gentle caress of beach sand beneath our feet. Each experience from marveling at a resilient flower breaking through concrete to losing oneself in a poignant melody is rendered more precious by the realization that it is transient. So pause for a moment, take a deep breath and contemplate what brings warmth to your heart. Let your life's journey briefly unravel in your mind's eye. What are the flashes that resonate with warmth and light? Who fills your life with meaning? What experiences hold true value? In embracing the finite, you allow yourself to live with gratitude, to soak in the beauty around you, and to understand, deeply and genuinely, the significance of the here and now. Part 2 Discover the liberation in releasing what no longer serves you. As you walk the path of self-discovery, as you discern the faces that radiate positivity and those that don't, you're bound to face a daunting task. It's the act of pruning, of discernment, of realizing that some people simply don't uplift you in the way you deserve. This inevitably means having the courage to release certain individuals from your life. Who are they? They're the ones who sap your energy, the obligatory names on your WhatsApp, the detractors of your ambitions, the false friends masking envy with encouragement, and those whose actions never align with their words. Your life, singular and invaluable, has no room for these souls. They occupy precious space, they devour your energy and your time, leaving less for those who truly matter. Your family, your aspirations, Your genuine friends. The truth is blunt, yet liberating. These individuals must be let go. Remember, releasing them can be done with tenderness and grace. Much like a garment that no longer complements your form, relationships can similarly become ill fitting. They may have been perfect in a previous chapter of your life, woven with delightful memories, but the past is not a prologue to your future unless you allow it to be. It's time to pose those profound questions to yourself. What chapters of my past must I close? What must be left behind to journey forward? Part 3. Navigating life's journey with your internal compass. Imagine standing amid a tempest, with the roadmap you've been clutching all this while rendered obsolete. The compass etched into your heart is now what guides you. And indeed, You've abandoned the comforting, mapped-out route once laid before you. In doing so, you are unshackled, yet simultaneously adrift. There are moments when this newfound freedom fills you with a rush of excitement, but, at times, it also instills a profound sense of dread. What will your destination be? It's impossible to say. After all, you've renounced the map the one that guided you according to societal norms, norms that no longer resonate with who you're meant to be. Humble the poet's own odyssey mirrors this leap into the unknown. By resigning from his teaching position, he wasn't just leaving a job, he was rejecting the life that everyone else had charted for him, a life of teaching by day and music as a mere hobby by night, a stable existence, one his family had worked hard to provide as a platform for success. Yet, Humble felt the irresistible call of art beating in his soul, an echoing demand that grew louder and more urgent. He took a formidable leap of faith. Without any guarantee or blueprint for success, he embarked on a creative pursuit, with trust in himself as his only ally. Your quest for authenticity may not require such a radical upheaval. Living truthfully doesn't always mean upending everything. It's about tuning in to your inner guidance system, that intrinsic compass that eclipses any societal blueprint. More crucial than the expectations of parents, peers, or those on social media is where your compass needle quivers. Discard the map, then, and pay attention to the direction your internal compass nudges you towards. Follow that pointer. That's the path that matters most. Part 4. Rediscover the joy in doing things for the sheer pleasure of it. Humble the poet once found himself ensnared by the infectious ambition of Los Angeles. It's a place where the grind never stops, where dreams stretch sky high and everyone is in perpetual motion to reach them. He respected the rigor around him and vowed to do the same, to write relentlessly, to make music without pause, to build a social media following, And to seize every networking opportunity possible. But even as his star rose, his spirits waned. He became a prisoner of metrics, download counts, likes, shares, and measured his worth against legends like Pharrell. The pursuit of a blockbuster hit took over, and somewhere along the way, the allure of being an artist, the very essence of why he started, got buried under the avalanche of ambition, the pleasure of creation had slipped from his grasp. And then, serendipitously, the humble game of ping-pong rekindled that lost spark of joy. Between the demands of his career, Humble engaged in friendly bouts of ping-pong with his housemate. These energetic exchanges, free from the weight of expectation, soon became an oasis of exhilaration, a routine that naturally drew others into its fold. Before long, Humble found himself unwittingly crowned, The ping pong king in his circle. This surprised him. How had he become so skilled without trying? The answer was hidden in the joy of the game. Daily rounds of ping pong, played with the simple intention of having fun, had inadvertently honed his skills. Unlike his musical endeavors, ping pong didn't feel like labor. It was never a source of comparison or stress. It was a return to play, to unadulterated delight and that's where mastery had blossomed. Art, for Humble, had once danced to the same rhythm. It was a passion pursued in the breaths between teaching, a source of untainted happiness, not a ladder to climb or a competition to win. Realizing this, he sought to infuse his artistic pursuits with the same spirit of play that ping-pong had taught him. So take a leaf out of Humble's book. When did you last immerse yourself in an activity just for the frivolity of it? Remember the freedom that comes with playing merely for play's sake. As an exercise, once you put this summary aside, give yourself permission to engage in a playful moment. It might not be ping pong, but it could be anything that tickles your fancy. Tossing a ball, frolicking with your pet, or even play acting. When you're done, bask in the sensation of your heart joyously pounding away. Let that feeling of bliss serve as a guide. Strive to fill your life with moments that bring this unbridled joy as often as possible. Part 5. Indulge in self-pity sparingly, like an occasional fast-food fix. Think of Eeyore, the perennially gloomy donkey from the world of Winnie the Pooh, always expecting the worst, convinced that joy is a stranger to his life. Eeyore doesn't just live in storybooks. We all have a hint of Eeyore within us at times. Perhaps a relationship ended in heartache or a friend turned their back on you. Maybe your career feels like a steep uphill battle or familial support seems lacking. It's in these low moments that our inner Eeyore awakens, coaxing us into the comforts of self-pity. This self-soothing mechanism can offer a temporary balm and yes, the compassion from others in response to our woes can feel reassuring. But here comes the hard truth no one prefers the company of a perpetual self pity enthusiast. Overdo it, and you might find yourself like Eori, weathering the storm alone, spiraling further into the very pit you're already in. Self pity, when consumed in excess, resembles a fast food diet, initially satisfying, ultimately unfulfilling, and likely to cause discomfort in the end. It's a momentary salve that obstructs our view from the universal truth. Everyone faces challenges, the world spins laden with collective burdens, and it's crucial to look beyond our internal narrative to connect with others. Though it may sound stern, it's not unreasonable to succumb to a bout of the blues now and then. Life will have its tumultuous turns, and a brief wallow in self-pity can be cathartic. The key is to ensure that this response doesn't morph into a reflex action for every setback you encounter. Just as an occasional indulgence in fast food won't topple your well-being, so can self-pity serve as a rare indulgence, a fleeting reprieve. Imagine that the next time you're enveloped in self-pity, you allow yourself the length of a single melancholic melody to fully embrace the depths of your despondency. Consider every slight against you, each misstep, Every dashed hope, dine heartily at the self pity banquet. But when the music fades, it's time to clean up, to brush off the crumbs, and to rejoin the banquet of life with your head held high and your heart open to move forward. The curtains on the self pity soliloquy draw to a close. It's time for the next act. Final summary Take a moment to absorb the uplifting reality that your life truly belongs to you. Yes, it comes laden with responsibilities, but this realization isn't as daunting as it might first appear. Rather, it's empowering. The fact is, the external world, with all its caprices and curveballs, isn't something you can wield control over. People will act unpredictably, and circumstances will sometimes go awry. But here's where your power lies in your responses, in your choices. Welcome to what could be dubbed the greatest academy of all, the School of Existence. You were automatically enrolled the day you drew your first breath, and the syllabus is brimming with lessons you won't find in any textbook. This school teaches through trials by fire, through stumbles, failures, and heartaches, so deep they threaten to fracture your spirit. Yet, these are the trials that can either harden your shell or serve as the crucibles that refine your character. Embrace the possibility of failure. Befriend the risk of falling, for only then can you truly rise. Let go of the shackles of a life lived in the shadows, of a heart muted by the fear of making mistakes. Heed the direction your inner compass reveals, even when it veers from beaten paths. Fail, yes, fail, but do it spectacularly, with a head held high, and a pride in your stride knowing that with each misstep you are carving a journey uniquely yours. Thank you for joining me today on this journey of learning and discovery as we explored the insights of another thought-provoking book in our growing library of knowledge. If you've enjoyed our time together,